Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Thank you so much for spending time with me in this teaching, in the series called "The Doctrines of the Last Things" or Eschatology. I believe that the Lord will speak to you. We're going to learn from the scriptures together about the end times, about the life after death, and I have taught many lessons already in this series. Please. Listen to the previous teachings and continue to follow until we finish learning the doctrines of the last things or eschatology. Let us pray together and ask the Lord to really speak to us. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you want to reveal to us, Lord, the last things or the end time and the life after this world, Lord. We thank you so much, Lord, that you will reveal to us. And speak to us into our spirit. We want to know the truth, and we know that the truth shall set us free. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. In the previous teaching, before this one, in lesson number 20, we learn about the third and the second heaven. We are talking about the eternal states of mankind. Heaven is the eternal. An ultimate state of the rewarding of the righteous or the born again believers. The scriptures call the eternal state or the ultimate punishment of the unbelievers or the wicked, hell. Heaven is the eternal dwelling place of the saints and of God, and hell is the eternal dwelling place of the unrighteous demons. Satan and fallen angels. We learned in the last session that heaven is the dwelling place of the redeemed, of the saints. Heaven is the dwelling place of God and of the elect angels as well. Heaven is an actual place. It's not just an imaginary thinking that oh, the Bible talk about heaven, but there is no real heaven. No, no, there is real heaven. It's an actual. Place that you and I, who believe in Jesus Christ and repent of our sin, shall be there for eternity with the Almighty God. It is a dwelling place for us. The Bible says that the heavens were created by the Lord God. There are three heavens according to the Scriptures. In the Old Testament, God commanded Moses and also David and Solomon. To build the tabernacle or the temple of God, the this side of the tabernacle or the temple in the Old Testament was a shadow of the reality of the three heavens that we're going to talk about here. In the tabernacle of Moses or the temple, there are three places: the outer court, the holy place. And the holy of holies, these three places of the tabernacle or the temple, 
are the shadow of the reality of the three heavens. The earthly sanctuary was the shadow of the heavenly sanctuary. And Jesus Christ is the minister of the great high priest in the heavenly temple. He is our great high priest. Today, we don't have the great high priest that was recorded in the Old Testament. We mentioned about the third heaven last time. The third heaven or the immediate presence of God is called paradise. It is heaven's holiest of all or the most holy place or the holy of holies. The third heaven is the throne room of the eternal Godhead and the place of the brightness of God's glory. The Bible mentioned about the third heaven in different ways. The Bible called the third heaven in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 to 4. Paradise, heaven itself, the presence of God. The Bible also called the third heaven God's dwelling place or heaven. The heaven of heavens, also the third heaven. Heaven, the throne of God. There's so many names in the Bible that described the third heaven. It is this heaven which the saints and prophets look into when they had opened heaven. That is the third heaven, the throne room of God, the third heaven. How about the second heaven? The second heaven is the planetary heaven. It corresponds to the holy place of the earthly sanctuary of Moses or the tabernacle. It contains untold billions of planets, galaxies, stars, world, and suns, which are blazing and moving according to their God's willed orbits in their various glories. It is these heavenly bodies that the prophets speak of being darkened in the last day, in judgment prior to and at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The third heaven is the paradise of the throne room of God, where God the Almighty sits on the throne. The second heaven is the universe out there, where the planets, the stars, and all galaxies are located. How about the first heaven? The first heaven is the atmospheric heaven. It is heaven immediately above and surrounding the planet Earth that we are living right now. The first heaven is around the planet Earth. Man depends on the first heaven for oxygen to breathe, for sustaining life, and for productions on this Earth by wind, sun, and rain. The first heaven corresponds to the outer court of the tabernacle of Moses. This first heaven is to be followed by a new heaven and new earth in God's timing. It is this heaven that is shut up and withholds the rain from man when man sins against God. Let's look at 2 Chronicles. Chapter 6, verse 26, talking about the first heaven here. When the heavens are shut up 
and there is no rain because they have sinned against you. When they pray toward this place and confess your name and turn from their sin, because you afflict them. This scripture talk about the first heaven, where God shut up the rain in the atmosphere of the planet Earth. Deuteronomy 28:23. The Bible also talk about the first heaven here, and your heavens which are over your head shall be bronze. And the earth which is under you shall be iron. This scripture talk about the first heaven, that there is no rain. There is curse in the first heaven when man sin against God. The first heaven is also polluted by the presence of Satan and his fallen angels and demons. And one day. Satan and fallen angels will be cast out into hell in order to be cleansed from evil things. Satan and fallen angels are working in this planet Earth. Evil spirit are working right now. I would like to talk about another things that is recorded in the Bible when we talk about heaven. Okay, we learn that the third heaven is the throne room of God. Is Paradise is where God dwells. Second heaven is the planetary heaven out there, where the stars, the moon, the sun, and all the planets are located. The first heaven is the atmospheric heaven around the planet Earth. Now I would like to talk about the new heaven, new Earth, and new Jerusalem. The Bible shows that there will be a new heaven, which is the eternal dwelling place of the redeemed or of the believers, born again Christians. It is the place where the redeemed or the born again Christian gather for worship and service to the Almighty God, the new heaven and the new earth. When the Lord Jesus Christ come back the second time, He will establish. The new heaven and the new earth, Isaiah 65 verse 17. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. The Old Testament talk about the new heaven and new earth, Isaiah 66 verse 22. For as the new heavens and the new earth which I will make shall remain before me, say the Lord. So shall your descendants and your name remain. The Bible talk about the new heaven and the new earth. The Almighty God will establish the new heaven and new earth for the redeemed, or the born again Christians. The Scripture give the best description of our future heavenly dwelling place. It will be a new heaven and new earth. Let's look at the Scripture together. Let us. Have the expectation of being with God for eternity in the new heaven and new earth, because we walk with God, we believe in God, we serve God. We're gonna be in the new heaven and new earth for eternity. Revelation 21 verse 1 say, "Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth, the first heaven, atmospheric." Heaven around the planet Earth, and the first Earth 
has passed away. Also, there was no more sea. The Bible describes the new heaven and new earth that there will be no more sea, which speaks of separation or division of lands. It will be a new Jerusalem, a holy city in contrast to the old Jerusalem, which was a filthy city. It is the city which Abraham looked for, whose builder and maker is God, not man. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 10 to 16 say, For he, Abraham, waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. The Bible talks about the offspring of Abraham in the Old Testament. Abraham and Sarah had a son named Isaac, and his offspring, Jacob, and the children of Israel multiplied, and eventually Jesus Christ came from the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Many of them had not seen Jesus Christ, the Messiah, in their lifetime. But eventually, Jesus came into the world. Verse 14, For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now, they desire a better, that is a heavenly country. The new earth, the new heaven, and new Jerusalem. They were looking for that new earth, new heaven, and new Jerusalem. But they never saw it because it will come later on when Jesus comes back the second time. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. God shall make a new city for the children of Abraham who believe in him. And also for us, we are children of Abraham by faith, not by blood, because we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible talks about a new city prepared, built, and made by God, not by man. This new city will not be built by human engineer or architects, but by the hand of God. Galatians chapter 4, verse 26, But the Jerusalem above is free, which is the mother of us all. The new Jerusalem will come down to the earth. It will happen in the end time. Revelation chapter 3, verse 12, He who overcomes, believers who pass through the trials in this world and still believe in Jesus, and follow Jesus faithfully. God said, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, 
and he shall go out no more. And I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the New Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. I want to be Christians who overcome, overcome the devil, overcome temptation, and serve God faithfully to the end until one day I will stand before the Lord Jesus Christ and I will be in that new Jerusalem, the new city, the new earth that come down from heaven and He's going to write on me His name. I want to be in that group of people, the believers who are overcomers. This city, this new city will be the tabernacle of God, God's dwelling place with His redeemed people. He will be their God and they will be His people. Thus fulfilling the promises in the new covenant. These promises are given in the Old and in the New Testament. Let me read to you these promises in the Old and the New Testaments. Exodus chapter 19, 4 to 6. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people. For all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. God promised in the Old Testament that His people are going to gather together to be a holy nation and we're going to serve Him as priests and kings in His kingdom for eternity. Jeremiah 31, 31 to 34. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. Verse 33. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. He make a new covenant to his people, including the children of Israel who follow him. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Knowing the Lord, for they all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them says the Lord, for I will forgive the iniquity and their sin. I will remember no more. My brothers and sisters, one day we're going to be in a new city, New Jerusalem. He forgive our sin, put the law in our heart, and we're going to serve Him and we will dwell with Him for eternity. This is a covenant that God made with His people. 
We're going to be with him for eternity. Let's look at the New Testament, Revelation chapter 21, verses 3 to 4. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. All this scripture mentioned about the covenant with God that the redeemed or the born-again Christians of every generation will live in eternity in the tabernacle of God or the new Jerusalem, the new city, the new heaven. The almighty God is going to be with them in the midst of them for eternity. There will be no tears, sorrow, crying, or pain in the new city or new Jerusalem. There will be no more death, which is the wages of sin. For this thing belongs to the earth, the earth now, and belong to the unredeemed man. The city will be filled with God's glory and His presence. Even as the tabernacle of Moses and the temple of Solomon was filled with this glory's presence as His dwelling place. When you read the Old Testament, you notice that the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle of Moses. And in the temple of Solomon, the glory of the Lord came as a cloud in the temple, and the priest could not function. That was a type of the new tabernacle, the new city, the new heaven, and the new Jerusalem that we're going to dwell in the presence of God in His glory for eternity. Wow, I'm so excited to be there. I'm going to run my race. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to save souls, make disciples, build a church. I am happy to be really hardworking now, building the kingdom now, because I will rest for eternity and serve the Lord in the new Jerusalem forever. I'm so excited to be there. Everything will be transparent in the new city. There is no shadows and no darkness or uncertainty. The worship in the new city or new Jerusalem will center around God and the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, for eternity. We will not have to be in the earthly temple or we have to do any sacrifice. We're going to be there with the Almighty God forever. Revelation 21, 21 to 22. The twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, the new city, the new Jerusalem, like transparent glass. But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. We're going to be in the presence of the Almighty God and the Lamb of God going to be there with us. We're going to worship Him for eternity in the new heaven and new earth. The old will be gone. The current earth will be gone. But God going to 
establish the new earth, the new city, and new Jerusalem. That will be our dwelling place, and we call heaven. Revelation 21:23-26. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb. Is its light. The Lord Jesus Christ is the light for the new city or new heaven, and the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day; there shall be no night there, and they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations. Into it, there is no night time in the new city or new heaven, because the glory of the Lord would shine the light into that city all the time. Revelation twenty-two verse five: There shall be no night there; they need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. This new city or new heaven will have no need of the sun, because the eternal light of God will illuminate it. The new Jerusalem has no darkness or night time there. Revelation twenty one twenty seven say, but there shall be no means enter it anything that defies or causes an abomination or a lie. But only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life, Revelation twenty-two fifteen. But outside are dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and whoever loves and practices a lie. These two scripture tell us that there will not be any unrighteous or unholy person in this new city. It is a completely righteous and holy city for the redeemed only, for the believers who have been forgiven, cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ, and sanctified by the Holy Spirit. There will not be any sin there, no evil spirit, no Satan there. Revelation twenty-two verses one and seven, and he showed me a pure river. Of water, of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Behold, verse seven, I am coming quickly. Jesus is coming back the second time. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. In the new city or new Jerusalem, you will see the river of life. This river of life will be there, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Wow, we're gonna see that river. I remember I went to a city in Switzerland and I saw the river there, and so clear. When I saw that river, I was thinking about the river of life in heaven. That will be even more beautiful than the river in Switzerland. I believe so. Revelation twenty-two, verse two and verse fourteen. In the middle of its street, and on either side of the river, 
was a tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were the for the healing of the nations. Blessed are those who do His commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life, and may enter through the gates into the city. This scripture describes that in the new heaven or new earth, the tree of eternal life will be restored to man in this new city or in this heavenly paradise. Man lost it through failure to obey God's commandment in Genesis chapter two verse seventeen. But God will bring this tree of life back to mankind in paradise, in this new city and new earth, for the redeemed. Revelation 2:7. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. In the paradise of God, or in the new city for mankind, for the redeemed, there will be the tree of life there. Revelation chapter 22 verse 4. They shall see his face. And his name shall be on their forehead. We will see the face of God. Now we cannot see the face of God in this sinful body, in this corrupted body. But one day we're gonna have a new body, and in the new city, in paradise, in the new heaven for us. Right now we're living in the old earth, in the corrupted world. But when we get into paradise, the new city, the new heaven for us, we're gonna see the face of God. Matthew 5:8 say, "Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God." All the born again believers shall see the face of God, and His name shall be in their foreheads. Man was driven out from the face of God in the book of Genesis because of sin. But sin will not be in paradise or in the new heaven and new city. Revelation 22:5, there shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God give them light, and they shall reign forever and forever. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Forever and ever, we will reign with God. We will see His face. We will be with Him, worship Him for eternity. Revelation chapter five, verses nine to ten. And they sang a new song, saying, "You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation." And have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Yes, we can reign with Christ on the earth now. We have authority to reign over sickness, disease, curses, and the attack of the enemy. We can command them to stop. We can command sickness to go away. We can command devil to stop attacking us. We can command evil spirit to leave people. But one day. We're gonna reign also with Christ on the new earth. 
the redeemed or the born again Christians shall worship and serve the Almighty God and the Lamb eternally as kings and priests after the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek was also, was both king and priest. That's why Abraham gave him the tithes because he was the priest. Melchizedek was a type of Jesus Christ. Jesus was the great high priest, and he was also the king of all kings. And one day we're going to serve God as king and priest. The saints of God or the believers will enter a new sphere of life, a new heaven, a new earth, new spiritual environment. The former things are passed away. Trials, temptations, the attacks of the enemy, sin, sickness, diseases, curses will pass away. The redeemed or the saints will serve the Lord for eternity. Jesus prepares a new home for the saints. Jesus said that he would come again, his second coming, and receive his own people to himself. That where he was, they would be also with him. Wherever Jesus is, that is paradise. That is a new city, a new heaven, a new Jerusalem. That is heaven. Heaven will be a place of light, love, holiness, righteousness, worship, service, joy, peace, and life eternally. Because Jesus the Redeemer, Jesus the Savior, will be there for eternity. There will be no darkness, hate, sin, unrighteousness, sorrow, discord, or death there. Without these things, it will be heaven indeed. John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, the new heaven, the new earth, or heaven, the third heaven, are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. We're going to be with God in heaven. In heaven, the believer or the saint who is the overcomer will receive many things that have been promised by God in the scripture. I would like to read the promises of God concerning eternal life in heaven. Revelation 2, 7. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. God promises us the tree of life, that we can eat the fruit from that tree. This is the promise. We're going to see the tree of life in paradise. God also promises in the Bible that in paradise or in the new city and new Jerusalem, we will not be hurt by the second death. There's no death, there's no sickness there. Revelation chapter 2 verse 11 say, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes, I believe you are the overcomer. And I want to be an overcomer. I'm going to follow Jesus Christ to the end. I will not fall into sin. I will not yield to the temptation. I will serve the Lord to the end. I will run the race to the finish line. I'm going to love the Lord Jesus. 
I don't want to receive any false teachings, any deception from Satan. I'm going to keep following the Lord, obeying His commandments. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. Praise the Lord. Not only that, the Bible promises a stone with a new name in it. Revelation 2.17 He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat. And I will give him a white stone and on the stone a new name written which no one knows except him who received it. That is another promise. We're going to have a stone with a new name on it. Not only that, the Bible promised that when we follow Jesus to the end until we enter into the new heaven, new city, and new earth, we're going to receive authority to rule and reign with Christ Jesus. Revelation 2, 26 to 27, And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessels, as I also have received from my fathers. God is going to give us authority to reign with Christ. Not only that, the Bible promised that if we overcome, we follow Jesus to the end, serve Him to the end, never deny Him, never walk away from Him and serve Satan, we will receive a white garment and our name in the book of life. Revelation 3, 4-5, you have a few names even in Sardis who have not defied their garments and they shall walk with me in white for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments and I will not blot out his name from the book of life but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. This is a promise of the Almighty God, our Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to have a white garment and our name going to be in the book of life. Not only that, another promise for believers who overcome security in the city of God, in the new Jerusalem, in the new heaven. Revelation chapter 3, verse 12. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more security. He shall not go out again. He shall not be hurt again. He shall be like a pillar in the temple of my God. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. God will give us security. God give us new name. We're going to be with the Lord Jesus, the Lamb of God, and the Almighty God, the Heavenly Father, for eternity in the new city. Not only that, He promises that we're going to be ruling and reigning in the new city. We're going to be with Him who sits on the throne, the Almighty God and the Lamb of God. Revelation 3.21 To Him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. So we're going to have authority there. We're going to sit on the throne 
in heaven with him. Is it wonderful? All these scriptures in the book of Revelation chapter 2 and 3 are the promises of the Lord Jesus Christ for those who follow him, love him, serve him to the end. I read all these scriptures to show you what the Bible say about heaven, about our eternal dwelling place. Please, I encourage you to keep your faith, to walk by faith, to obey His commandment, is to love Him with all our heart, with all our soul, with our strength, and to love one another, to preach the gospel, to make disciples, to build the church, to be faithful in what God called us to do, to do the good things, and to serve Him all the days of our life. Yesterday, my wife, Pastor Dad, asked me, when are you going to retire from being a pastor? I was thinking in my heart, no retirement for me. Even though I get to 90 years old, I'm going to continue to do the best to serve Him, no matter what I can do. I may not be a senior pastor, but I still serve God. I still use my talent and my gift to serve the Lord. I know that one day I will meet the Lord Jesus Christ face to face, and I will be in the new city, in the new heaven, in the new Jerusalem with my almighty God. And I will sit on the throne as king and priest with him. I will never walk away from God. I will never serve Satan and the system of the world. I'm going to love my God with all my heart. And I believe you are that Christian as well. You are the believer, the saint, the redeemed who are going to follow Christ until the end of your life. And you're going to be faithful, running your race to the end. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Word of God, all the scriptures that I read in this teaching time. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.